Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go around some of the news stories uh, in the NRL over the last few days. Headlined by the big one today that Jeremy Marshall King has signed uh, with the Dolphins for season 2023. Uh, I've always been a big Jeremy Marshall King fan, so I do like this one. I think that he's one of the more improved spine players in the competition over the last year or so. Uh, For me, I think there's so many other star spine players that in a team like Canterbury, Jeremy Marshall King gets overlooked. Is he a... Top shelf hooker, no, for me he's not, but I think he's probably on that next shelf, and I think he's probably one of the better value guys on that next shelf as well. I've always been a fan. Uh, There is his service that probably does need a bit of work, but his running game has improved out of sight uh, so far this year. So I've been really impressed with him at Canterbury. I think this will be a good signing by the Dolphins, and we know... Based on the way that Wayne Bennett likes to play his football, he tends not to have, like, running nine. So it is going to be interesting to see how this one goes. Obviously, Jeremy Marshall King, as I said, his service does need to get a a bit more work done to it. I'm sure that Wayne will – this will be something that he will address. Uh, But – I look at, you know, Damien Cook, obviously, at South Sydney. He was brainy at Wayne Bennett arrived. They played very much so through their halves, but that was mainly because South Sydney had those halves. It depends who the Dolphins have. Maybe Wayne will have to change up uh, his approach a little bit with his nines. But I do really like this signing. I think that, obviously... Part of this would be that Wayne has a relationship, a good relationship with Benji Marshall, of course, over a number of years. Uh, He's always got the best out of Benji when he's played for him. We saw that at South Sydney last year. Obviously, Jeremy Marshall King, the younger brother of Benji Marshall as well. So there is a little link there. And for me, 
that sort of stuff matters, especially with Wayne Bennett. He's always been about people management. So I think he will get uh, the best out of Jeremy Marshall King in his time uh, up there at the Dolphins. I like this signing. I think it's a good move for them. I think it's a good little value signing. There are better nines out there. Uh, but it looks like they've got him for somewhere between two and 300K, which I think is great. You know, all things considered and how much they've they've seemingly had to pay other guys and they're still on the market for a marquee guy somewhere. Uh, to be able to get your paws on a guy like Jeremy Marshall King, I think this is a win for the club and I'd be backing in Wayne to get the very best out of him. He's also a guy that previously has played a bit of seven and six. For me, I look at him as a nine now, uh, but if you were desperate, he has got a bit of versatility to him as well. So still not the marquee signing that we're looking for from the Dolphins, but a guy that they've got really good value out of, and I like the move. Uh, now, it looks like he will be a Queensland club hooker next year, Jeremy Marshall King. We have a look at another one just up the road at the Brisbane Broncos, Jake Turpin. Uh, this one's coming from Clarkie's Rugby League column. The Broncos hooker is reportedly set to request an immediate release from the club and is being linked with a move to the Knights. An interesting move. Uh, I mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that my mail was that Jake Turpin, they were calling him injured. He seemingly, from what I heard from people, was at training and looked okay. Um, it's just that the other guys have stepped in front of him. And after the first few weeks of the season, even the preseason, you got this sort of vibe that this might be on the cards. But for him to ask for an immediate release, um, that one is a very interesting one. We're hearing Newcastle. I'm hearing the Canberra Raiders, personally. That could be a spot where he lands. Uh, but... I think that young Zach Wolford has really stepped up over the last few weeks there and has given Ricky something to think about. I'm pretty sure they were in the market for a nine a couple of weeks ago. That might have changed uh, with Wolford's form over the last few weeks. Though. But Jake Turpin looks set to leave Brisbane. They're not utilising him at the moment. If he's asked for a release, I would assume that he will go over the next few weeks. The Newcastle one is interesting. They've obviously got Chris Randall there. He's played nine last two weeks. They've got a guy like Kurt Mann in the squad who can handle himself. I'm done with seeing, seeing Phoenix Cross on there. That isn't working and won't work. Uh, so I understand the going for Turpin, but you've got to remember... Uh, Jaden Braley's going to walk into this side very soon and he will be an 80-minute nine straight, well, not, not, not straight away, but within a month or two of being back. So having Turpin in your squad... I don't know if Newcastle need him. I don't think it's a bad addition if something was to happen um, to Hodge, uh, not to Hodgson, good God, to uh, Braley again, then maybe you, you could make a move to bring Turpin in there. But I'll be honest with you, I don't know how much of a gap there is between Turpin and Chris Randall that's been there. Obviously, Turpin, more of an attacking player. Randall, more of a defensive player. But... With Newcastle's halves, I think I would rather just go with the, the, the defensive guy. Uh, but Turpin, he could be a great 14 to have in this system as well. Uh, so a couple of options there. Crazy how it's turned out with Turpin. He, I, th I think he's captained the Broncos on a couple of occasions over the last few years to now asking for a release when they seemingly don't want anything to do with him. Um, yeah, I mean, a few players asking for a release up, up there in Brisbane. I think that the Payne Haas situation, this one, are very different. I had a few people message me today with this link. Um, I think they're two very different situations. Payne Haas is in good form. He just wants more money, and Brisbane are doing the right thing by not paying him, in my opinion. Um, this one's a little bit different. This guy's on the outer, unwanted. You can understand uh, him wanting to leave. So I don't think it's a reflection on the Brisbane Broncos, to be honest with you. Uh, the Roosters. They've announced uh, that their prop forward, Siwa Takiaho, will be leaving at the end of the season. He'll be going over to Catalans, joining Piercy over there. I'm sure he'll have a great time over there. And Takiaho, 
Fuck, he's done well. Um, I believe he actually started as a centre over there for the New Zealand Warriors in some of those Toyota Cup uh, grand finals and games over there. Made his way to the Chooks and became one of the premier front rowers in our game. There was a period of time there where he probably was a top three front rower in our game. And on any on any given weekend, he still can be that sort of front rower. Very explosive. Got some ball skills to him. Can also goal kick. He's been great for the Chooks over the years. And he's come up with some huge plays um, in their grand finals that they won in 2018. 2018 and 2019. One that stands out for me is the 2018 grand, no, the 2019 grand final. He made a line break against the Canberra Rays, which really started uh, to turn some momentum there. Victor Radley putting him through a hole. I think especially. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. As the years have gone on and Maria Hargraves has got older, I think Takiyaho has been fantastic for the Roosters to have. He has served them so well. A two-time premiership winner. Um, there's not really much more that Takiyaho could achieve. So sad to see him leave. It's been great watching him over the last few years. I'll never forget... Andrew Johns a couple of years ago went through on a segment on the Sunday footy show or something, went through and named his top five sidesteppers in rugby league. And, you know, your Benjis, your Sean Johnsons, your Roger Tulvasa Sheks. I think he had Takiaho at number two. And it was from that moment on that I watched his uh, his leg speed and, he, and his little subtle um, sidesteps at the line. And, wow, just if you can keep an eye on him as the season goes by. He is getting older, obviously. This was probably three or four years ago. But just the way that he managed just to get to his elbows and knees and, and, and or stay standing um, in contact. Takiyaho, a really good player, a champion player, obviously won two prems. So wish him all the very best over there. Congratulations on a fantastic NRL career. Wouldn't be shocked uh, to see him without knowing his age off the dome. I wouldn't be shocked to see him come back and maybe finish his career with one season in the NRL somewhere. But... The Roosters, uh, they have obviously got a couple of guys coming through their ranks at the moment, so they are well set for Takiyaho to leave. They'll get probably one, maybe two more seasons out of Rhea Hargraves. Lindsay Collins is really coming on. Um, you got Fletcher Baker there who's doing good things. Renault Fatoni's injured at the moment, but he'll be there over the next few years as well. Uh, guys, that is all the news that I've got to touch on here today. All those news stories, or most of them anyway, coming from Clarkie's Rugby League column, so make sure you jump on Facebook, you jump on Instagram, check out his page. Clarky puts out all the news each and every day for you guys to go and have a look at. Puts it all in one spot for you guys on his Instagram post and on his Instagram story as well. Stay tuned this afternoon. We've got another podcast coming, one last podcast for the day, coming um, on the unluckiest players to miss New South Wales or Queensland's Game 1 team. So the 1-17. to 17. So I've made a 1-17 to 17 of a combined side, New South Wales and Queensland, the guys that I think have been really unlucky uh, to miss out on the two squads. There are guys that are in my 1-17 to 17 that are featured in Jersey 18-22 to 22 for New South Wales and Queensland, but uh, they have missed out on the starting sides for both of their um, states, That and I believe these guys were unlucky. A couple of usual 
traditional names in there that, that you would expect. Jake Trevojevic, Josh Adokar, Corey Oates got a feature. Angus Crichton's in there. We've also got a couple of guys that haven't played State of Origin yet that I think should be considered. And a fullback that I don't think anyone ever anticipated would be in the New South Wales and Queensland conversation, but, or sorry, more importantly, in the New South Wales conversation. But personally, I think he's been unlucky because he's playing incredibly well. It's just stuck behind a range of guys. Some guys aren't in there because they've been overlooked. Some guys aren't in there because there's a... There just happens to be other guys that are playing better footy in their same positions. So a range of guys to go through on that podcast, which will be coming later this afternoon. <laughs>